Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast main event. This is for the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam 2019. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. You know, for the biggest party of the summer, we are very, very light on attendance. It feels like any party I would have thrown in high school. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Obviously, less names were said than typical on the, yeah. on the podcast. We're but... about 50% lighter yeah but uh here we are biggest party of the summer guys you ready for it yeah no party bigger than this nope we're summer so prepared slam. that it's going on right now <laughs> yeah we, it's so prepared we were an hour late but you know what if what cool people don't show up like you know fashionably late that's all exactly we're just showing like we nobody goes to the party when it starts no you not the up, hottest party of the summer. No way. You got to show up at least like an hour in. So you got to build anticipation. You got to have people want you to be there. Like, oh my God, where's the Broken Clock podcast? Oh my God, guys, where are they? You need to get here. We're here right now. Biggest party of the summer. Now it is. Now it is. Because we're here. We just walked in. Boom. Biggest hey, party. Summer Slam. You guys excited? Um, I actually, there are a number of matches on this that I'm interested in. Yes. I'm also a little concerned that there's a number of matches on this with very obvious winners. So, for like from a game perspective, I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but so half and half. Yes. Yeah. Positives and negatives. I am room temperature. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, which is nice because it's a nice day out. Yeah, it is a really nice day out. Yeah. So a we, really nice day to spend indoors watching wrestling. That's how it really has been. Hey, all we have summer. the windows like the, open. The, that's the, true. The nicest days all summer have been like wrestling. So it's like, oh, yeah. cool. I wish I could go to the beach today, but I can't because the pay-per-view starts at noon. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but before we get into the card for SummerSlam uh, with our predictions for the show, uh, making uh, the game for tonight, uh, I want to talk about NXT TakeOver Toronto last night. John, you and I watched TakeOver Toronto. We did. Uh, Skip watched most of it with us, though he is not here with us right now. Uh, what did you think of NXT TakeOver Toronto? It was another great TakeOver. I mean, it really was. TakeOver's really are always good um it helps when there's only five like matches on the card because it gives the, ma- the matches time to breathe like, right each match was over 20 minutes yeah so you get good storytelling match wise mm-hmm. uh not as much bullshit promos in between um but it was great and like started off with a bang there wasn't like the lull of a first match that just kind of getting you into things no and honestly like nxt takeovers have a history of having awesome tag team matches started like yeah. so many of the diy revival matches were the first ones on the card like so many of those like classic tag team battles that you remember like a lot of the war raider matches where mm-hmm. they were like knockdown drag out fights were like really good first match starters uh and street profits versus undisputed era was another like fun it was match. great that match was fantastic there were some really heavy hits last night too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When uh, when Angela Dawkins got kneed in the face at full speed, running into the knee as the person with the knee is also running like opposite, yeah, you know, playing a game of chicken with his face, and he lost hard. Yeah, that was that, and, was, that was rough to watch. His his spears are brutal too because they're just like linemen tackling yeah. people in hockey or yeah. in, in football rather. And he like picks you up and slams you down as opposed to like and you said it last night like Roman Reigns jumps and it loses all momentum in a spear. Yeah, so like. Yeah, the, his are his are way better, like, no. and he has the body for it too. Like it makes sense that he does it. Yeah, which is which is the great thing about it. But I love that match. Um, Street Profits retaining, obviously. Um, the the final match of the night I thought was really awesome too. The triple threat or the two out of three falls match mm-hmm. uh, that ended with a a steel cage tapped in barbed wire with a uh, 
weapons surrounding it. I think it's been called an Ambrose Asylum before, but I don't think we're calling it that. <laughs> I don't think we use <laughs> that anymore. No. More. Um, what do you think of that match, John? That match was good. I'm just you preemptively stated that um, Johnny Gargano is in these matches all the time, but then is his own detriment to them. Mm-hmm. And and I sh- yeah, I should have listened. I know. I also regretted not changing my pick. Like like after like. Within like twenty minutes of having texted back, no, I'm good. I was yeah. like, ah, that was stupid. That was when that was your chance, and you blew it. Yep. Yeah, because it's it happens every time. Yeah, because like he put like he when he buys into the violence in these like street fights or these these epic like falls kind of anywhere type matches. When he buys into the violence, he like inflicts so much punishment, and then he inflicts so much punishment that he takes himself out trying to. Do the craziest thing you could possibly do, and then just the other guy just flops on top of him. Which is exactly what happened. Yes, yeah, Champa did it a couple times in some of their matches, and that's I think Cole did it once before in one of the matches, and that's how this one ended. And I knew that's what was going to happen, but I still loved like every second of yeah, it. Yeah, Adam Cole almost died several times. Well, like he th- got thrown onto the other table, but like definitely saw mid rotation he wasn't going to make it all the way, so yeah. he tucked his chin super mm-hmm. hard because if not it would have just gotten clean oh, taken the, off for uh, the back body drop from yeah. the announce tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the 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 biggest thing and I like my match of the night was a tag team match which we already talked about. Uh and I think and I was trying to I was going back and forth today on it. I was talking to you about whether or not like it's the final one because it was so cool and like When's the last time you saw like a steel cage where you escaping is not an option, which right. I love. Um, but then the the one thing that actually took it down a peg, and I wanted this to happen the entire match. There's a little bag, oh, yeah. Tyler, <laughs> hanging on the side of the cage, and there's weapons everywhere. So like when you see a little bag hanging on a cage, what do you think? Thumbtacks. I was so excited for the thumbtacks. I'm like, yes, these two are gonna put each other. They set up a bunch of tables, and I'm like, good. And there's a ladder in the ring. I'm like, good. Like, put the thumbtacks on the table. It's going to be great. Like, the whole match, I'm calling for the thumbtacks. Like a big baby, too. You're like, get the thumbtacks. Yeah, put it on the table now. Just get the thumbtacks. And, like, I'm just... I'm this is why I paid my nine ninety nine. Yeah. I'm so hyped for the thumbtacks. And it's it's getting to that point where you feel like the match is going to be over. And Johnny Gargano goes for the thumbtacks. And I'm like, yes. The tables are set up. The ladder's there. They've got this, like, steel table draped across the corners of the cage. Clearly a platform to jump off of. Um... And I'm like, yes, this is the moment. They're putting a thumbtacks on something. There's going to be a big spot. It's going to be great. Inside the bag, pliers. Seriously? To cut the barbed wire. It was pliers and like a bunch of other garbage. And like a screwdriver or something. Yeah. Like, it was just tools. It was just a handy tool kit. Was, yeah. Handy tool sack. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like hit the couch and was like, no! <laughs> no, it's the one thing I wanted. And that's why it's no longer my match of the night. No. It's got to be the tag team match. What was your match of the night? It's either the tag team match or the Io Shirai match was really great too. I love heel Io Shirai. She's, mm-hmm. she's bonkers. Absolutely. And it's like, I'm pretty sure, and I tried to check last night, but I'm pretty sure that was the first ever women's singles match that wasn't for a belt at a takeover. At a takeover? Yep. I feel like I've never seen one before. No. Yeah, and it was they're a, always it was either triple threats or something. It was a good story. Yeah. And it was a good match. Yeah. It was like, it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. And I kept going throughout the whole match. I was like, it was just destroying her. So there's going to be some like Lazarus moment where she loses in the end because that's the way that this wrestling thing works. But no, she ended up winning. She just beat the shit out of her and won. It's yeah. also how the Al Ghul thing works. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. <laughs> uh, very true. But yeah, another absolutely solid takeover. Um, definitely worth watching. Pretty much every match. The only one I really didn't like that much, and it was still good, was the Shayna Baszler match. Just because all her matches are kind of the same. Yeah. It's just a lot of heavy punches, a lot of kicks, a lot of submissions, a lot of just like, 
wear wear you down type wrestling, which is good. But like in a mat when you have it bookended by matches with like big spots and flips and all kinds of things, it seems slower in the middle of and it's towards the end of the show too. So mm. Mia um, Yim is really stiff. Like she is really stiff. But like stiff to like it it fits that match type. Yeah. Whereas like I was just like they both look like they're hurting each other, but like it's great. She comes up in my timeline a lot for a lot of like like she I'll see a lot of clips of her shit that are like you you're like women's wrestling is, is is like lame and has no impact and it's like me and then it's a gif of her just like just taking someone's fucking block off and yeah. you're like okay yeah <laughs> yeah and I like it, the stiffness worked too because like obviously <clears throat> Baszler's whole thing is how hard she can hit you and right. what she can do to you and so every time she would like put her in a submission she would just like kind of cheaply stiffly get out of it like she would rip Baszler's hair which like mm. obviously you're not supposed to do but she's like no fuck you like yeah, if you're gonna be stiff with me I'm gonna yeah yeah I'm gonna get, like I'm gonna get as good as I give kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that like, like a Cesaro versus Sheamus match. Like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that one was still a good match, and that one was the one I liked the least. But all of the but that's still a dynamite take. Yeah, and they're usually pretty great anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm happy. Yeah, it was a it was a good start to the biggest party. It was the best pre party of the summer. Sure, definitely. absolutely, uh, and a good start to to SummerSlam weekend. So. Um, with that being said, let's get into the card for SummerSlam. Uh, before we do that, let's just explain the rules of the game. We're going to go through each match pick by pick. We're going to make our predictions. We're going to say why. Uh, each match is assigned a point value at the end of the night. Um, whoever has the most correct picks will be our champion. The points are used for tiebreakers. Uh, our second place person will be our intercontinental champion. Throughout the night, we'll have the hardcore title pinging back and forth, hopefully, between the three of us. Uh, or four of us, because Skip will be here. Um, and then the last place person has the Miz Participation Award. Um, currently, our champion is Tyler for two months in a row after successfully cashing in. More than uh, that, I think. Oh, no, because I have no, one month took it from Adam. to just be the money in the bank. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or, no, he took it off a of skip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our intercontinental champion is Skip, who, uh, again, two months in a row having the intercontinental title. Uh, he is also our hardcore champion. Uh, and unfortunately, Johnny is the Miss Participation Award winner for the last pay-per-view. And so. Carrie is the NXT champion. Yes, yeah, Carrie did win the NXT, NXT title, uh, though we did have to go deep into the tie-breaking the archives to points. figure out who it was going to be because uh, both predictions and points went to uh, Joe and Carrie last yeah. night uh, because they just got the same matches correct. And on a five-match card, it's a little easier to do. Yeah, than... a little less wheel room. Yeah, so uh, we had to go deep into the archives to figure out who was going to be uh, the champion. Ultimately, Carrie is the NXT champion, so congratulations to her. Uh, let's get into the card now. We do have picks for Joe, Skip, and Carrie, even though they are not here with us today. Um, so we'll make sure to include those. But Tyler, you have the card. Take it away. All right, so we're going to start off with the Cruiserweight Championship. We've got Drew Gulak, current champ, versus Oni Lorcan. Uh, Drew has been picked by Skip, Carrie, and Joe. So as it stands right now, nobody's in Oni's corner except me because I'm totally picking that guy. Cause... Same. I like him a lot. Um, he's had a, he's had a couple opportunities at titles before in NXT with the tag titles. He's had a couple chances that have never come up for him. But I really like his style. I really like his matches. Um, and he's a, he's a favorite of mine at 205 Live. So I'm picking him. I'm not sure if he's going to win it at SummerSlam, though. I think this is a Drew Gulak time. So, yeah, I mean, I do think that Oni Larkin is going to get it eventually yeah. and like soon, but I don't think that like SummerSlam's a big time to give it to someone like This is where he shows he 
deserves it, but like right, but isn't yeah. gonna get it. I can see that. That's yeah. super legit. Yeah. So yeah, that makes uh, it a good platform to elevate him. Yeah. Two points for this one. Yeah, championship Kyle. match uh, carries a two point, uh, two point thing. All right. Next up, we've got the first grunge match. Grunge. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Uh, we've got the first grudge match of the night: Finn versus the Fiend. Uh, this will be the first match of the Fiend in uh, in the ring. It's not just like you know owning a, a legend who yeah. happens <laughs> to be there. Um, in no, the- I think in owning a legend, I think he stole his finisher. I think his finisher is now the mandible claw. Yeah, which sucks. I don't like. I liked the. Uh, Sister, Sister Abigail. Abigail more, which like, but like, I kind of get it because like maybe like they're they're trying to get away from that. Like, yeah, it's a different person. Yeah, it's a different person that's not his sister anymore. Yeah. Like, whatever. I don't know. I love the fiend. Like, Me too. I was really really surprised, <laughs> but like, I didn't think for I would never have ever guessed that they could actually repackage Bray into a different spooky thing. Yeah, and have have it be still cool and they I thought did it was it. just gonna be the mr rogers gimmick like the right just, the just like crazy but and like and that i think even that would have been okay yeah. but this is and like the mask at first like in the promos i was like oh that looks awful but in the ring it's not that bad no well i'm, I'm interested to see how it looks in the ring yes, for a match that is we haven't really seen that super yet. valid um have you seen the merch no so they have you can buy a fiend mask, of course. I figured, yeah. It yep. looks extra creepy with no face in it because it's it's not like a model right, wearing just it. The it's head. just the thing. Um, so that looks funny. There's also they have the puppets, so you can buy a buzzard puppet, a rambling rabbit puppet, and a Mister Boss puppet. So like the fake ah. McMahon with the horns, and I kind of want to buy the McMahon with the horns puppet. Yeah, we'll get him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, there we go. Done deal. Um, I'll reach out to his people. So, I mean, I'm assuming all of us are picking The Fiend for this. Yeah. Like, you can't make the monster show up and then beat it. The only thing I could think of is if we're going to get Fiend versus Demon. But I don't think... I think we'd be advertising that. If that oh, you happen. absolutely would. You have to build to that. The only thing I could think that could maybe give it in Finn's favor, if, like, somewhere in the middle of the match, he, like, snaps and the lights go out and he comes back up and he's got some kind of, like, haphazard demon right, like makeup. Demon. But, no, I'm still going yeah, you can't you can't do what two three months of Firefly Funhouse buildup and have him lose. I mean, that is the most Bray Wyatt thing of all time. It's also very but, wrestling. Like yeah. WWE does this stuff all the time. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There was a point where I thought about dark horsing it under the pretense that he might just like go so crazy that they DQ him, and like I think that could be a thing. But I don't know. First match, SummerSlam. It just feels like we're gonna see. I think it's definitive tonight. I don't think... Mandible Claw into he's unconscious yeah. into Bray wins. You know, like, I just yeah. I don't see his music not playing at the end and his laugh and all that shit. So. Well, and I've seen rumors that Finn wants to, like, take a month off. Like, he just needs to, like, rest up. He's got Legos to build, bro. Yeah. Don't we all? I respect that. Yeah. So, I I think that this will be a good time to, like, he gets beaten down so bad he just goes away for a little yeah. bit. And then you come back and you As build the to the demon versus yeah. the fiend. The demon starts hunting the fiend, and and I'm fucking there for that match. Like, Hell yeah! I don't even care. Like I, that's just great. You know why? Because especially if he takes a month off, you know when he's coming back, Halloween time. Oh yeah, there you go. We'll bring back Halloween Havoc and make it make Done that the deal. main event. I'm there all about go. it. Book it. See, um, I wish Joe was here to say it and make it come right. Make it be real. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we've got Shane versus. Oh, that's uh, that's one point. Although it doesn't really matter because it's a wash. Yeah. Uh, up next, we've got Shane versus Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens loses. He has to say that Shane is the better man and quit. And quit. Uh, Skip and Carrie both picked Kevin. uh, And Shane was picked by Joe. 
Oh, don't forget, Carrie has virtual Carrie picks. Oh, yes. I, uh, where's my phone? Actually, you know what? That might be easier for me to do then. I got it. Well, I got it right here. Okay. Uh, Drew Gulak. Don't know who this guy is, but his name sounds mean. Uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, this is a setup for a Demon vs. Fiend match, and I legit can't think of a reason Bray Wyatt should come back if he's just going to continue to lose. Uh, Kerry picked Kevin Owens for this, uh, but he still has to quit because Shane is going to die and KO will be put in crime jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's tough. It's hard to pick against Shane. It's become real hard to pick against Shane. I mean, like I know we're not in Saudi Arabia, but if this was a career versus career, I would have a harder time picking. But because it's just the only stipulation is Kevin Owens, I'm picking Kevin Owens. See, I it's actually the opposite for me. If it was career versus for career, then I would know that Shane was looking to be done, and like that's how he wanted to go out with it. But because it's not, it makes me feel like he's going to win this, so that. Kevin has to quit, and then, like, by some weird bullshit, he gets back in. Like, Steph's going to rehire him. Yeah, yeah, like, something like that. Heyman, you know. This one, this one is tough. Um, I'm going Shane, because they're just milking this, like, CM Punk almost-esque thing that's going on. Where, like, he's going to get fired, but then he's just going to be in the crowd every night, and then chasing after people, even though he's fired. The only reason I don't feel that is because we're here at SummerSlam. Like if like SummerSlam was next month, it's exactly what I would think. Yes. Like he's getting fired tonight. He's gonna he's gonna beat him up every week in the crowd or in the parking lot. And he's gonna be like, you know what? That's it. Come back next week. And if you and and, and if you lose match, yeah, unsanctioned yeah. match, no DQ. My, yeah. my rules go. And then if, and when I've been, you were you know banned from America. You're deported to Canada. You know, there's something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, they probably get Trump to like come on and like sign the thing so you'd see it's real. Hall of Famer, man. Yeah, Hall of Famer. So like, yeah, no, I, I oh, this is oh, fuck. So what are you picking? You're, I'm picking Kevin Owens. You said Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going no, Shane. I don't think there's a way they make him quit. Not in like I know that's the most WWE thing to do is to make him stand there and quit in Canada in French, you know, like whatever. Right. Um, but I just he's at like he's a face now. They're giving him a run as a face. I don't think. I don't think they're going for tweener. I think they're going for face who like tells it like it is, which I guess has tweener tendencies, but I'm, I'm going to go Kevin Owens that. because I have a, you know, I'm going to put my hardcore bat. This, this is a, I can't talk about stuff. putting my it's hardcore the, bats. Are you good? It's the with, biggest part of the summer. All right, cool. Uh, my it's hardcore bet is that um, at some point before this match happens, we're going to get like a vignette maybe with Vince and he's going to, he's going to be like, I like the idea of both of your careers on the line, mm. you know, and he's going to make it that way. Okay. Uh, and then, so we're going to get that little bit of spice. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, um, so this is how Paul Heyman comes back in then? Yeah. Or maybe something like that. Uh, so what are we, is this a two like stipulation? Careers is on the line. One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm more t- inclined for two than one on this one. How it, Let's let's put a pin in it. I want to see how many other okay. ones we have. Sounds I want good. To Sounds see, good. You know. All right. Well, this one will be easy for points at least. So the next one we got U.S. title match: AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Uh, we've got Skip pick Ricochet. Joe picked AJ, and Carrie's got Ricochet. What's her virtual? Oh yes. Did you redo? Nothing. Oh no. No, not for this match. I know what she loves. Ricochet is her boy. Yeah. Like. Which is she can't t- vote against him. Which is totally legit. Um, it, are the are his goons going to be on the? Is the course. OC yeah, on the of ring? Course, yeah. Of course. What do you guys think of the OC? I like them. I like it. I'm not sure. I don't really I like, like them in general, but like they fit 
this gimmick. Right I now. like those dudes, but they have nothing to do without AJ. Yeah. So we got to put them together. That's, when they're together as faces, that's it's my lame. Thing. Yeah. So like, this is what you have to do with yeah. these guys. Like, I don't like them as separate, but as the OC, that's fine. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Because so, that's the thing, like, I don't necessarily, like, I didn't watch them in Japan. Like, I've liked AJ since his, right. you know, original TNA days. Um, but I like them as guys. Like, I think they're funny. I think they've got it, like, a cool oh, yeah. vibe. Like, those are dudes I would roll with. Like, those are guys yeah. I would travel to from show to show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would get along with those guys. Yeah, it's like, like New Day. Like, you could just tell you'd be friends with these their guys. Their episode of Ride Along was hilarious. Like, it was them and AJ, and they had a little cardboard cutout standee of Finn Balor in the car with them. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but, yeah, they, they only work when they're with AJ. And like you said, when they were faces, it was just like... We're lab coats and call everybody nerds, and now it's just like I got face paint. I'm kicking ass. Like, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Let's fight. You yeah. Know, so it's way better than it would have been otherwise. Um, this is hard for me. Then yeah, this one is tough too. Mm-hmm. I knew that I knew going into the night. Like I don't want to go against Ricochet, but at the same time, the OC is hot right now. I know. Yeah. I I actually am also going to go age. I hate to say it. I don't. My I he hasn't been in this. Like he hasn't been feuding with him. But like, this is this is SummerSlam. So I'm gonna actually gonna go ricochet because I think this is a pass the torch situation. This is I have a reason I'm going AJ on this as well that I'll elaborate on later. It's not a hardcore bet; it's actually relevant to something later on. So I'm gonna stick with it. But this is tough, and, I, and if and if I'm wrong, I'll be real happy to be wrong. Yeah. I really like Steve Ricochet. Get a I like either of this. I mean, I don't want AJ to necessarily win. I do like his gimmick, and I think that Ricochet deserves to have a belt yeah. if it's even just the U.S. title. Yeah, this especially win would at SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. AJ doesn't need this to still be huge. Right. That's no. what I'm saying. Well, that's but. the thing because even if he loses it, there's places he can go depending on how you think the rest of the night shakes out um, to be elevated to something else to yeah. other feuds. Right. He's had other belts. It's not like he can't bounce around the roster. Yeah, exactly. No, you you don't need to convince anybody that AJ Styles is amazing and deserves his place on whatever uh, wherever on the card he wants. Right. right. Um, but I am gonna go AJ. I just think this is this momentum's just it's carrying, you know. And Ricochet's not gonna be, go away. I think it's still gonna be he gets beat down and you know has a claim to being like, no, you screwed me. Like I want a one on one match. I want those guys out of here. I want a stipulation. I want something. Like right. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Uh, all right, next up. Oh, uh, two points for this, obviously. The yep. title match. Uh, all right, next up. A match I am actually really looking forward to. Goldberg versus Ziggler. I am fucking super here for this match. One, you know that Goldberg has been fucking in the gym mm-hmm. every minute since that fucking match. Yep. He has been eating shit for like three months about that match. It wasn't even his fucking fault. No. And like, it, he's been literally, well not literally, but basically shit on Every day since. Yep. Well, he knocked himself out, so it is kind of Hello, his fault. Skip oh. <laughs> uh, we'll be with you shortly. Uh, so he's coming in this like a man on fire. Yep. Ziggler's going to be able to get a great match out of Goldberg as well. But like this is also a time where Goldberg's most here to convince you he can do it. Yep. This is going to be awesome. My I'm own. probably going to be wrong, but like I feel in my heart of hearts, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. My See, only my only downside, I think, is going to be short. And yes, that's probably. probably like extremely short. Like he beat Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series short. Like Spear Jackhammer done. Wow, you think so? I, I don't re- think so. I really think it's Spear Jackhammer done because he just wants to be like, no, I can still pick dudes up. Like I can still hit my moves. Like, see, but that's that's the thing is that I don't think 
I think he's not just coming out here to prove that he can still do the jackhammer and the like. True. I think he wants to come out here and be like, "Fuck you, I can wrestle." That's why they're putting him in a feud. It's why he's not here with like I don't know, Braun. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. here fighting Dolph fucking Ziggler in a in a feud that, for the most part, his sudden like, "Why does Dolph Ziggler hate legends?" thing made no sense to me until him. Goldberg's <laughs> music hit, and I was like. Because they've been setting the whole time up to give Goldberg one last match against a guy who can actually wrestle with him and make him look good. He wants to look good before he doesn't do this yeah, again. Yeah, he's the best seller of the industry yep. right now. And so Goldberg's going to throw him around and he's going to absolutely be thrown around. Yeah, I think it's. I think this is going to be way better than you're thinking it's going to be. I'm okay, not saying I'm, like five-star match of the year, but I think we're going to get a, a surprising gem. Contender I'm, for match of the year. I'm here for it. Like, I'm yeah. not, I just, oh, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think that's what's going to happen just because, you know, that's how we do these things. Like, the fact that it just came together as a swerve on SmackDown four days ago yeah. is what makes me think that like oh maybe they're except not except it's Goldberg he's been talking shit about the whole time true. true so like that's what that was the weirdest part honestly was that like at least the other legends made sense they were there yeah but like I also kept taking digs at Goldberg now we know why true uh, so anywho I mean but again is anybody not picking Goldberg that was actually Carrie's uh, digital carry y'all can't really expect it to be Dolph Ziggs yeah, I and mean, no, like, no, I'm, we can't. I mean, I already said I think it's going to be Spear Jackhammer. It's over. So yeah, Goldberg wins. I, I always say I do like Ziggler, but he's not winning this. Yeah. He's fine, but he serves a purpose, and his purpose his here purpose is to, is to, to sell. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of matches that just serve a purpose, oh, that's obviously one point. Um, and then also speaking of one point matches, I'm going to go ahead and write it down now. Trish versus Charlotte uh, for blonde bragging rights, I guess, for torch patches, passings for. I don't even know why this is happening. So the best part of this was that she came out on, what was it, Raw the other night? And she was going to have a a tag match. Yeah. And then she never got tagged in. Never got tagged in. She just stood on the the apron the whole time. Yeah. They did that once before with one of the, like, I think it was uh, Beth Phoenix did the same thing. She had a tag match with Natalia and she never got in the match ahead of their tag team match at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Natalia is very terrible at tagging in her old friends. (laughs) It's very true. It's extremely true. Um... So, again, is there anybody who's not picking Charlotte here? I thought for a while I might pick Trish uh, just because, like, it's in Canada. It's in Toronto where she's from. Like, it's she's the returning legend. Charlotte can take an L. It's fine. You know, maybe if this is Trish's last match, they just give her a win on the way out. Um, but then part of me thinks that Trish is traditional and would want to, you know, take the loss Go on, on her, her back. way out. Yeah. So, I don't actually know. I was hoping there'd be some more discussion because I thought I'd have more time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm tempted to to actually go Trish on this. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Canadian people tonight who are most likely going to lose, uh, and I feel like this might be a like thrown in for like crowd pleasing purposes. Kinda. Um, and I'm not above shenanigans causing it either. Like I'm not above whoever Charlotte's next feud is coming yeah. out and doing something, especially. If this happens later in the card, which it probably will because it's a Legends match, where Charlotte could get into shenanigans in the SmackDown title match. She could get into shenanigans with, you know, the, something else. If there's an impromptu women's tag match or something tonight. Yeah. Like, I very much could see shenanigans causing her to get the roll of loss to propel her into her next real feud. Um, and since it's a one-point match, you know, I'm not Dark Horse it. If no one else picked Trish, I'm picking I'm going Stratisfaction guaranteed. Lock it in. Locking it. Um, Carrie had nothing for this in terms of digital carries. Oh, yeah. I know she does not care about this one at all. Uh, John, what are you doing? 
Uh, Charlotte. I just, I, 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 I'm gonna vote with my thoughts and feelings. Not I just, your heart. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sick of legends coming back and winning matches. Like, th- this is someone else's time. Like, you serve a purpose, and your purpose is to go out on your back. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not putting it past Charlotte to beat down Trish and get herself disqualified. I mean, like I guess a, that would... You yeah. don't belong here. Yeah. This is my time. I don't care about I'm winning this. I don't yeah. need to. I'm the best. I want to put you in your place, and I want you to not be here anymore. I, I would rather that happen. Yeah. Like, I'm, I I think that's a distinct possibility. That's why I don't feel terrible about just throwing it out for Dark Horse for Dark Horse sake. <sighs> this is actually one I might come back and charge. I'm going to stick with Charlotte. There's Again, this actually ties again to another match in mm-hmm. the future. We'll get there. Um, but for now, I'll go Charlotte. So that for now, it is your dark horse. Yep. Uh, all right. Next up, we have the first of the SmackDown women, or the first of the women's titles, SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey, current champion, versus Ember Moon. Um, we've got Skip Heck on Bailey and Joe went Bailey, and I know Carrie went Ember. Does she have a uh, because because it's what I want, not what I know will happen. <laughs> um, uh, I'm actually also going to go Ember on this. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for a clean, just Ember Moon wins tonight. Like, I I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. She did get punked on SmackDown, which gives you kind of that reverse momentum theory. Because she just got like, she just got put in a sharpshooter on the outside and they got double counted out. Yeah. And just she just sat there and kind of looked bad in it. But, um, I don't know. I like Ember Moon a lot. I think I she deserves too. to be women's champion at yeah. some point. I think SummerSlam is a pretty good opportunity to bolster that claim. Um, but I think this is another one of those. This is where she proves that she earned Absolutely. That she deserves it, not where she actually yeah, gets it. Yeah, because Bailey has the name recognition. She's got the excite with the wacky waving inflatable arm to man's. Like, it's going to be a big thing excited. to go out to. Yeah. And she'll win it, but then they'll be like, oh, well, Ember was clearly the winner of this match, just didn't get the final pin. I could also see this being a situation where Bailey loses goes to give because they're both faces still yeah. goes to yeah. give the handshake says like hey you really you really pushed me to my limit and ember snaps like, or you mean bailey wins bailey and, wins yeah. goes like hey no hard feelings right, like, right i picked you because i knew you could go you just proved that you can go what a what a match we just had and ember moon's like i don't i don't want your like admiration i want your belt like you know punches her in the face kind of thing to set up a, the feud going forward as a more traditional face heel i I, I would like that. Yeah, that's what I would like to see happen. So I'm yeah. going Bailey here. Yeah, I'm also going Bailey. I I like Ember Moon a lot. I do think that she deserves the belt. She's not going to get it at SummerSlam though. Yeah, not her first opportunity, you know. No, and especially it was just like given to her. Yeah, she didn't she didn't technically earn it. No. All right. Next up, speaking of women's championships match, we have and speaking of Canadians losing in Canada, uh, we have the Raw Women's Championship match: Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Becky, obviously the champ right now. Uh, and Canada's newest hero. Uh, and, I mean, I'm absolutely picking Becky here. Yeah. Carrie picked Becky as well. Said the man is not going to lose to someone who hasn't been relevant ever. Boom. So, harsh words from Carrie. Visual Carrie. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm Becky Lynch. Yeah. I've liked the feud so far. I've liked the like mean streak in Italia. I like the you want a war, you got a war you know, mentality of it. But I just don't. Unless there's shenanigans, and even then, I'm not confident that there will be. I think this is just... I think the Becky train just keeps rolling. So I've been reading rumors that she's going to um, put her in the sharpshooter, and that Becky is going to pass out a la Stone Cold. Oh, we're going to do a, a Montreal screw job? Or, oh, no, no, like we're going to do a cold blood from a stone? Yeah. yeah. Um, ah, that would be rad, actually, in a cool way. 
and that that's pretty much the definitive moment for his career. Um, but the, here's the thing: she had that moment. Right? That moment was the getting punched I by know, Nia Jax. You're moment. not wrong. So you you've already elevated her to you know peak Stone Cold style. Like it would be a cool thing, and it'd be like, a, oh, I remember that happening. Like it would be a cool SummerSlam moment. But I just don't think Becky needs that right now. She's this could be a bold dark horse for you, though. But I, I mean, I'm not gonna do a three point match. <laughs> um, but so is this the WWE in? loves to repeat spots. Yeah. How, no, how many but... times has the ring collapsed? Like, yeah. How many people have gotten thrown off the top of a cage? But I think that I think it's the idea that it would trigger that same kind of reaction in a person who doesn't need that kind of reaction. Mm-hmm. That I don't think they would do it because the downside is then then you have to give the belt like then she loses and Natalia's your champion. Is do they do they put the belt on Natalia for the sake of repeating the spot? You know what I mean? Like I feel like if this I know, was, and that's like if it were any other person. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. It would be Natalia just because of the whole heart foundation thing, but like. Yeah, and it's in Canada, but why, why, why give the belt to Natalia? Yeah, that's the thing. It checks all of the boxes that you wanted to check, except for the box of Becky Lynch's chance. The purpose. Yeah. Yes. So. So this one is a three-point wash, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I'm not dark horse on three points. No, no, I, well, I don't, don't bet against the man. I didn't actually expect you to. Um, uh, and obviously, the other women's match is also a three-point match. Actually, everything on this rest of this card is a three-point match. Yep. Um, so that in that in answer to your question, then that means two one question mark one one or excuse me two one question mark two one one three 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 three. I think it's two. Yeah, so, I'm thinking yeah. yeah, we I should have another two. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so next up is the match that I keep referring to, and that is the WWE Championship match: Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton, where Kofi Kingston is unquestionably going to win this match, and I am picking Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so excited to see him in the world title scene again. And even though I know it is not happening, even though I know what virtual carry is going to say is true, uh, it, it was. It, I just. I. I need to make sure that I have that pick in there if he wins. RKO is a sweet boy for jumping to Kofi. <laughs> That's what Carry had to say on this one. Um, I don't know that it's such a slam dunk. I. I get the sentiment that. They've been pushing the narrative of everything you did to me all those years ago kept me down. I'm here now. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna prove to you that I'm the like I'm everything I always said I was. And this is how like that elevates Kofi to the next level is Randy going like, yeah, dude, you, you beat me, kid. Like you proved me. I don't wrong think Randy these... would ever do that. So that's the thing. I don't think he would. And I also wouldn't put it past them to make Randy Orton the WWE champion heading into SmackDown on Fox. Mm. And I I. We have another pay-per-view before that happens because I don't think they move till October. So you could do it at a Clash of Champions kind of thing, but it's a big, it's a pretty big stage. To you put it on him now, you get that post-SummerSlam press where you can then hype SmackDown on Fox going forward, and you know you can kind of roll this into the fall. So I don't know that it's necessarily a slam dunk for me. Is that what's next? Is Clash of Champions the next pay-per-view? I believe so. Yeah, I love that. September 15th. Yeah. I'm not going to be here. Yeah, we're going to have another late week. Virtual John. Yeah. I'm for, going to be... The, the debut of Virtual John. I'm yeah. going to be seeing Baby Metal in New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. What, um, what are you thinking about this one, though? I'm thinking Randy Orton uh, as well. Just because I... Like, Kofi's had his run. Like, I... I understand the reason they gave it to him. I just don't see him as a champ. Like... Oh, I buy him as a champ. Yeah. I, I, I still don't see him as a champ. But, like... 
I love the run so far. I thought it's been really I good. I don't care. I think they've done a good job of, <laughs> like, of letting. It him... sounds harsh, but yeah, I just don't care. No, I mean, it, every every wrestler's not for everybody. Yeah, exactly. that's one hundred percent okay. But what were you saying? Oh, it's funny too. It's being of every wrestler's not the the other day because it's this like not a common thing that you hear. But the other day it dawned on me that once upon a time, many like a few years ago, I asked my father in law, who's a huge wrestling fan, yeah. like, "Who's your guy right now? Like, who's your favorite wrestler?" And he was like, "You're not gonna believe this, but Kofi Kingston." And I did like it just didn't dawn on me. And the other day I saw him and I was like, "You know, I didn't think to ask you." How have you been liking wrestling? Like, how does that feel since WrestleMania? He's like, it's amazing. Like, I, like it was the first time it dawned on me. Like, I could really talk to you, like, uh, has been here the whole time Kofi Kingston fan. And he was just like, this is my favorite thing ever. And I was like, I didn't oh, even think cool. to, like, give you props for this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's super rad. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I want, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cosmic shit here. This is where he won his first belt. This is where he won his, like, you know, like he's like this is SummerSlam where he's won like four of or like five of his world titles. Like Randy SummerSlam is Randy's pay per view. Yeah, you know? like it's and in this building is where he started it. So at this event in this building, twenty something years ago or whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm here for this. I kind of think it might really happen beyond just my inherent RKO homerism. And what's his number right now? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen, and that so it would make him third. Yeah, and he'd be what one behind Triple H and uh, I think Hunter's at fourteen. So now. he would tie Hunter. He would tie Hunter with this if okay. I remember correctly. Um, which means Hunter's gonna get another one. <laughs> He's gonna beat <laughs> we'll always Ford. be one ahead. I'm yeah. sure. He's gonna beat Randy Ford or whatever the next Saudi yeah. pay per view is. Yeah, exactly. You're a hundred percent right. Actually, yes. So that's what was missing last time. See, now I got to think about the Saudi pay per views and a Randy Orton versus Triple H. When's Saudi the next Saudi one? Be awesome. Uh, I think it's in September. Honestly. Oh, I think so that's why I think that's September? why SummerSlam is so early, because like we're in because usually second, the end of August. Yeah, it's the second weekend in August. Like, yeah. this is way early for SummerSlam, because um, I think this one and then you get a Saudi show in early September, maybe, and then the real hottest party of the summer. Yeah, it's equivalent or the better literal to hottest the hottest party, party of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you got? Ah, you shit. waffling motherfuckers! I know. Join us with RKO. Oh yeah, you have RKO. I'm I'm gonna stick with Kofi. I do think this ultimately is the payoff to you screwed me all those years ago. I'm proving to you now that I that I could always go. Mm-hmm. I do like how they keep re- I do like how they keep replaying when Kobe dropped him on his head. He just goes stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip so much. Um, uh, all right, last match of the night: Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar, current champ, versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Skip has Brock. Carrie has Brock. Joe has Seth. This one's another tough one for me. I honestly don't know if they want Brock. Like, if Brock Lesnar is really, truly back and around. Like, he hasn't been on every week, but he's been on way more than he was in any of the previous runs he did. Or if this was just a, hey, that's nice. You know, we got you to SummerSlam. We got your big payday. And then you'll lose. And and it, maybe he loses and that's and he gets the rematch at Saudi Arabia. Just so that way he gets a Saudi payday, too. I think, I think the him being around as much as he was, to me, is why he's losing tonight. Yeah, I think it was the short like look we're gonna do a short one with you get you to the big SummerSlam payday yeah. again like but like look if we're just gonna pay you for a month you're coming to every fucking Raw yeah. like I think that's what it was yeah. I will say the 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 Seth beatdown not last week's but the one before it uh, it was the first time in a long time where I was actually a little like has, did he lose it yeah you know, like like 
up until the ambulance part where I was like, okay, this is obviously a bit now, yeah. which still was hard. I mean, we dropped him on the, the gurney. That yeah. was like, there's no way to make that not hurt. I'm yeah. sorry. They kept showing that. And I was just like, you can't brace yourself. Yeah. Carrie watching that whole thing afterwards was like, you could tell she was like, this, I don't like this. Yeah, um, reinforced steel beams that can hold up like 400 pound people. <laughs> but when like, when he was dropping him on the chairs and shit and like, and like Paul was like on his knees, like, please fucking stop. And like the ribbons of like lung were coming out of, yeah. I was a little like, did like is this one of those times where Brock has like gone too far? Yeah, you know, like, like I was the, like, oh, the, the Randy one, like yeah, that one, yeah, or like, the first time he came out and broke Cena's arm, yeah, like like all of those. Like, is this one of those? And like until we did the ambulance, but I was like, okay, no, they wanted me to feel that way. I was, I I bought it, like I was in it, like it was, which I love, like I mean, that's what we're here for. You're such a mark. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm, but I'm gonna give it to Seth. I do think that this was a quick onesie dunesie paycheck. I, yeah, same. I, I think Seth. I think Seth is winning here, especially like he was stupid to come back out hurt just to get his ass yeah, kicked was, again. Yeah. Um. So him getting beat up two weeks in a row makes me think that he wins. I didn't really like the like I'm gonna win, and if I don't win, I'm gonna be sad. I know. <laughs> don't win. I guarantee it. Yeah. Just, I think it was one of those things where he started speaking. He didn't know what the end of his sentence was gonna be, so he was just drawing out as long as you possible. Know, I hate how WWE lets their people just go off script and like say whatever <laughs> they want. It's really the thing I hate the most about wrestling. Um, I, I think though the guarantee is smart because Paul Heyman guarantees everything. He doesn't give predictions. He gives spoilers and Seth coming out, I think is going to be that spoiler. Uh, what do you got? I'm also going Seth because fucking hate Brock Lesnar. And that's a good reason as any. Well, and like if I, if he wins and I get the points for it, I'm still going to be mad. So I might as well just say Seth and be happy if Seth wins because regardless if Brock wins, I'm just gonna be mad. Uh, all right, let's go fast forward through a lot of pre-show so we can watch the show in time. Yeah, let's do it. We'll be back in just a second with our thoughts and reactions. All right, and we're back. Uh, this is the Broken Clock Podcast main event. We just finished SummerSlam 2019. Once again, my name is Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Johnny. Uh, we're still guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. Biggest party of the summer, guys. What'd you think? Did you feel like a party or did you feel like a weird thing where you go to a relative's house and watch slideshows of a vacation? What'd you think? Slideshow. It's 2019. <laughs> that's. I mean, it could have been boring. I just could have been I a terribly boring show. Is an app. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a thing. That's a, yeah. definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, um, uh, that wasn't bad. I don't like. There was no real part. There were a couple matches, like where like everyone was on their phone. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I feel like we were all pretty engaged with the pay-per-view for the most for the long night. Which on a longer pay-per-view night is always saying something too. So yeah, that was a that was a pretty good show. What do you think, John? Yeah, I agree. Uh, there was some matches where it was just boring and didn't care. But for the most part, I was relatively well engaged, mm-hmm. and I'm super tired right now. But still, I was engaged even to the point where I was like trying to do the nod because I was just interesting and keeping awake. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was there was like five really great matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll get to them right now. Um, the pre-show actually had way more matches than we thought. We had a couple mm-hmm. of extra ones, which we were all able to pick on the fly. Uh, thank goodness. We were also able to catch up to the live show relatively quickly. Yeah. Uh, didn't take that much, uh, for those that listened to the pre-show. Thanks, no. excessive video packages. That's right. <laughs> uh, they're our favorite. But we had a couple extra pre-show matches. First up was the Cruiserweight Championship match. Uh, Drew Gulak defeated Oni Lorcan. What did you guys think of Oni Lorcan? Because I know you guys haven't really seen him before. Um, AP, I mean, I had picked him and I didn't regret it. Uh, like, even though he didn't win, I didn't like, I wasn't like, oh, that was a stupid pick. Like, it definitely felt like somebody who could have won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did, I like, and I had been pretty consistently picking Drew Gulak and I still think that I underestimated just like 
how like different Drew Gulak is. Like yeah. even though I've seen it so many times now, and even though it's paid off for me so many times now, there have also been so many times where I was like, "Fuck that guy!" Like I forget this guy's like a badass now. So I, that that was a bad pick on my part. Uh, so the first of the surprise matches was Buddy Murphy versus Apollo Crews. Uh, this was Buddy Murphy winning via disqualification when Rowan came out to attack him. Uh, how do you guys feel about the continuation of this Roman Reigns attack, Buddy Murphy storyline? Nothing mean, happened. Yeah, it's so weird and, and poorly done, but like it's also kind of funny and like very wrestling. So like I still like I'm like excited being disappointed and finding out it's Hornswoggle, you know, like or whatever. Like <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, we totally forgot to even talk about it on the pre-show. The fact that like would we get a Roman Reigns conclusion to the Roman Reigns, which we did storyline. No, all we got was this, which didn't even involve Roman Reigns, who wasn't on the show except for a video package. Yeah, uh, and that was it. Uh, so yeah, it was a quick, a real quick match ended with disqualification. The beatdown was cool, I thought. Yeah, uh, but ultimately, it's a match we didn't know was happening. Nobody knew it was happening, and yet it happened. So. Hey, and it got Apollo Crews on the card. That, yeah. that always puts a smile on my face. Uh, the third and final pre-show match, which was also a surprise, uh, was the Women's Tag Team Championships being on the line uh, with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross retaining against the Iconics. What did you guys think of the Women's Tag Team match? Alexa Bliss's ring gear was amazing. It was Buzz Lightyear. That was Star Command. Also, the first thing I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. And she tried to shoot her uh, with lasers. Yeah. the And she even, like, mimicked the little, like, crab walk with it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Super Alexa great. Bliss is great. I love Alexa Bliss. So, I guess they're just... We're, like... This went absolutely not where I expected. Where I... We all assumed... we Like, in all of our predictions, we were, like... Except for Adams. Who <laughs> He's saw their pointing friend, at himself. Who, who saw the glowing light of their friendship right from the... Um, as it cracked the horizon. Anything's possible. When with you have power. a friend like yeah. Alexa Bliss, she's right. a goddess, and that's just what happens. Yeah, I want a friend right. like I mean, Alexa Bliss. That he's right. He's not wrong. I can't even dispute this because we saw it in action. Yep. They're very clearly a face team, and which is good because I feel like it'll make these belts more active. And mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing. If they can't be faces and ducking defending these, so no, you need to show up. If and they're not them. taking her off TV, so no. they're gonna have to put this out here somewhere. There you go. I'm okay with any of that. Yep, see? I told you guys. I've been telling you for months. It's all about the power of friendship. You can do anything. Uh, first up on the main show, uh, we got the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch versus Natalia uh, in a submission match, submission match, uh, which we totally didn't even remember on the pre-show. So I don't think that would have changed anybody's picks. No. Uh, this was a complete wash. We all picked Becky Lynch, Yeah, if I recall. Uh, she ends up retaining. I thought this was quite good. I thought this was a great match to open the show. Yeah, with. It was a good match to open it for sure. It really made it clear that Natalia was not going to win because he knew they could just make Canada mad real quick and yep. get it over with, get him distracted with the next match. Um, no, it was it was good. It was definitely good. It was really good. Yeah. They, that's and it. I, I. It sounds like we weren't invested in it, but there. It was not much to it say because it book. was good. Yeah. Like it was a very good technical submission match and that is exactly what like both of these women set out to give us and they did it 10 out of 10 but like it also doesn't make for a lot of like riveting podcasts. i mean yeah. it's it goes bounds to say that natalia put on a good match though <laughs> like, if, you're I guess if, to a, if we're gonna pull it out that way yeah. if, if you're listening to a small scale wrestling podcast we don't need to explain to you that the basics of a wrestling submission match 
Very true. It was technical. Yeah, yeah. You know what it was. Very, very true. Uh, So something we weren't sure what it was going to be uh, when we talked about it earlier uh, was Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler, which was neither just a spear and a jackhammer, nor was it a technical exhibition that shows that the old timer can still go. Uh, But Goldberg defeats Dolph Ziggler in what was two super kicks, then a spear and a jackhammer. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a little bit of both. No, it was was just a little less of what you wanted. Um, But yeah, no, I mean. And this, then Ziggler begged for his life to be taken twice. Yeah, Ziggler got his ass beat and talked shit about how how dull. he didn't get his ass beat, so Goldberg came out and beat his ass again. And then when he left, Ziggler got on the mic and was like, you didn't beat my ass twice. And, and Goldberg was like, you're right, I'm going to do it a third time. <laughs> and he did. It was so strange. It was it was so weird. Like I think, I think what happened here is they're like, wow, Dolph's really like... He's put a lot into this character. I really think we've seen a lot of evolution. What they don't know is he's just actually lost his fucking mind. Especially since what he was saying didn't make any sense. He yeah. was like, ah, oh, you didn't beat me fair and square. You Come down like here and face me yeah, like a man, you coward. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what does that even mean? He's, like, like, he's exceptionally confusing. Um, yeah. Is yeah. this the end of Goldberg, though? Do you no. think no, he, he said I'm back. Well, but I don't know if that's like figurative or not. I mean, I have to assume he, there's got to be at some You're point next. over the yeah exactly <laughs> at some point over the course of the contract for Saudi Arabia shows, Goldberg's got to be on one of them, whether it's the next one or sometime next year or something else or a Survivor Series. So is he just going to put on like four minute matches from now on, where it's just like three moves and he's done? I, honestly, honestly, I wouldn't be terribly surprised at all, especially if we're right and there is another Saudi show like right around the corner. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's Goldberg Ziggler too at that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where he comes out tomorrow night and talks about how he, he he ran away from him and he challenges him to like a cage match. Yeah. So you can't get away from me. And Goldberg's gonna be like, okay, man, sounds great. Yeah. I'll tear you apart inside of a cage if you really want me to. And he will. <laughs> I do think one of these upcoming Goldberg matches, at some point, he will get what you were describing before of like more of a an actual match where it shows that he right. can go more than just the two, three minutes that he can put on at least a five to seven minute something where there's some back and forth. Yeah. Cause the fact that he did four spears doesn't show me that he's back. No. Like just shows me that he prepared a lot to spear Ziggler. Yeah. And Ziggler is very good at selling being speared. He just showed me that he's capable of kicking the shit out of Dolph Ziggler. And to be fair, everyone else is. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not yeah. really that. Impressive. I mean, I might be able to, I don't know. I mean, I'm not calling him out per se, but <laughs> maybe you should. He's really yeah, right. That's how we're gonna you. get this over. I call you out, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I've never seen you win anything, so I'm calling you out because oh, you can't possibly beat me. This is gonna sell so many podcasts. Got it. <laughs> all, all the free podcasts are being bought right now yep. because Chick Chain. Yeah, we're raking it in. Exposure. Uh, Put next your pants up, on. <laughs> Up, no. uh, was the United States Championship match. AJ Styles defeated Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet had the coolest ring gear. Um, yeah, it was Nightwing. It was neat. It was really cool. Uh, from the get-go, like with the jacket or the, I guess it was a vest. Uh, and I thought, I didn't think he was going to wear it the whole time, but what a what a dynamite ring gear. But cool. ultimately he couldn't overcome attacks uh, to the leg Bullshit. from AJ Styles and the OC on the outside, which I think all of us kind of saw coming whether or not we picked either person to win. I think we all knew though those he would get yeah. involved in some form or fashion. What did you guys think of this match? Not bad. 
Yeah, it was a great match. And then uh, at one that one spot where he, uh, AJ caught Ricochet off of like the top rope into a, a Styles Clash was bonkers. Mm. Oh yeah, that was really crazy. That was cool. There were a lot of really good spots in that match. Uh, I really enjoyed Ricochet's one-legged jump springboard off the top. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Was really selling the leg injury. Or that in the beginning where he, like, jumped off of both of Luke and Kevin. Oh, yeah, off of their shoulders. Yeah, off their, sho- uh, off their shoulders. Are, and then fucking, like, Hurricane rod fucking AJ off of that. It's yeah, he ridiculous. went full Ninja Warrior on the little, like, planks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That was cool. I've never seen that before. That, nope. was, a, that, was, a, that was a first for me. Good Which for I feel like is our words I say after pretty much every, every Ricochet, Ricochet match. match yeah. He's fantastic. Yes, he is. And so is AJ. So needless yeah. to say, it's a nice match. I just the sad part to me is I feel like that's it though. Like Ricochet is definitely like I feel like this feud is over. They already had pretty much passed on this feud before. Like what this it was like one of those things where it's like, well, the match is already booked, but we're gonna start the feud with the other guy. They had already started that with AJ and a couple other people. So like I I don't know, I don't see it. I don't see it going terribly far, but it's too bad. Well, maybe this will put Ricochet into a different title picture. Maybe. Even if it's tag, like I just, I just don't want to see him relegated to like mid card. Oh yeah, a, a occasional TV appearance. I, this guy's too good to not for sure push to the to the stars. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mean even if he has a feud for nothing, he'll still put on great matches. As long as it's a solid feud, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be for something. As no. long as it's with somebody who can also like put up something we're like really invested in. It. It's not just like you saw me shaving my back in the shower. You need know <laughs> like something real true very very true uh all right after that was one that i was kind of disappointed in i thought it was a dud and i don't know if it's just because of its placement on the card or what but uh the smackdown women's championship match bailey versus ember moon uh bailey defeats ember moon uh and this was i think one of those ones where most of us were on our phone yeah. crowd was sitting on their hands the aj ricochet match had so many cool spots and had so much action and excitement and then this one was kind of just very plotting very by the numbers and i I don't know if it had been in a different spot on the card if it would have fared better for me, but what'd you guys think of the SmackDown Women's title match? I just don't care about Bailey. Like, I know that lots of kids love her, but she's just boring and bland to me. So, like, the match followed suit was my opinion of her. I think Ember Moon's great, but, like, the feud is a week old. Like, and, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And this match, I mean, also followed suit in the fact that there's nothing on line here. I mean, the belt was supposedly on the line, but Ember Moon wasn't winning. Yeah, that that I think is the tough part of it is that I just didn't feel like she was ready to become the champion. I thought she, we talked about it where this could have been a moment where she proved that she deserves to be in the title picture. But even I don't think that was the case. No, even the but like I don't know if it's because Bailey can't carry a match or if it's because like like it, they just might not work well together. Yeah. Something I felt about this pay-per-view, too, is that there were a few matches where the crowd was just out of it, and I don't even, I think it made the matches feel worse than they really were. Like, I think this might have been one of them. And I do think a lot of it has to do with it followed AJ fucking Ricochet. Yeah. yeah that's definitely a huge part of it. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like my, in my memory of it, looking back on it, I'm like, actually, that wasn't that bad, but like... It wasn't bad, was it was so just bland. dropped that, like... Yeah. It really took all of us away. Like we weren't paying attention because it felt like no one was paying attention. Yeah. So yeah, card placement might have hurt that one a lot, which is too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up after that was Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. With Kevin Owens' career on the line, he uh, ended up pulling it out. He is still employed by the WWE. He didn't have to quit. What did you guys think of Shane versus KO? 
After a kick in the dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he lost by a kick in the dick and then a stunner. I loved this. This was very classic, old school, stone cold. Like, this was... And I know that's what like we're doing here for Kevin Owens, and I and I like that because it's one of the best kind of pushes you can get in this business, and because everyone likes to watch somebody punch their boss, mm-hmm. and this was a great example of it. Beating up the guard, like his his goon, while the other ref was out, somehow not getting in trouble for basically doing the same move to the real ref that he yeah. did to fucking Elias. And should have gotten in trouble for the Elias one. But in every good Stone Cold match, there was always the one thing he did that you couldn't... Like, everything else would be like, yeah, but... And that one's you're just like, got away with that one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. And that was his... He straight up threw himself onto the ref. <laughs> no, he just tripped falling off the apron. Whoops! Yeah. I um, mean, you know, sometimes you lose your balance. It's, it's high up there on that ring skirt, you know? You just lose it at any time. Just tumble over. That's what happened. I don't That's know. what I saw. I've never been up there before. Yeah, right? It's pretty high. And it was everything that I expected and wanted from this match. So this was really cool. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. He's going to be so funny about it tomorrow. You just know it. Yeah. So is are we done with Shane? Do we have one more? Like, where where do you guys think that stands? Like, is is he going to turn tail and run because the best in the world finally lost something? I think we get one more, and this time it's also job like, for job. He's going to be like, fine. You know what? Like, you, he's going to be get out of here. We're going to do it again. We're, and you quit if you lose again. He's going to be like, no. I'm not doing this unless you're going to do it. Yeah, I think that's what it comes to. And he'll be like, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be quite interesting to see. I mean, and something where the next pay-per-view, I think, is Clash of Champions, which is what they were advertising all night, then, you know, that's a a prestigious title. Executive Vice President of WWE to put on the line, I guess. Right. You know, so we'll see what comes of it. Unless there's a Saudi show, in which case we know how Shane does in Saudi Arabia, so... Win, 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 Kevin no matter might, what. Yeah, Kevin might be gone. Yeah. <laughs> this might just be delaying the inevitable. So it all depends on what appears first. They just leave him in Saudi Arabia. It's just like, you can't even come back. Like, just, you're, you're there now. Uh, see if you can fend for yourself. Uh, next match on the card uh, was another one of the Legends matches. It was Charlotte Flair defeating Trish Stratus uh, using the figure eight. What did you guys think of Trish versus Charlotte? This was another match that was just kind of boring. I actually quite enjoyed this match. I thought that there was a lot of hard hitting back and forth. There was a little too much of the let me chop you, you chop me, chop, 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 chop. But I thought some of the other spots were really, really good. This went on too long. Yeah, it was paced really poorly. But I was really impressed at how many times Trish convinced me she was going to win this match. Mm -hmm. Um, And she really, she hasn't lost a step. Um, So, like, that was really impressive. Uh, But, like, and again, this is also two weeks like yeah trish came out the week like the, the smackdown after the the like raw, raw legends yeah, yeah so it's been like nine days yeah so yeah. like again like i'm not super vested here and besides this the obvious legends view which i feel like was like a little too much right now so which i get it because they're fishing for ratings and legends always bring ratings so yeah i mean i i thought this was better than the goldberg Ziggler for sure. Oh, match-wise, yeah. I mean, it was a match because it was, yeah, a, yeah. it exactly. was an actual match and a good match. And that's why I think I liked it so much because we had that one earlier in the card that was just like, okay, I hit a couple moves, but like, like you said, Trish Stratus can still go. She was hitting yeah. Hurricane Rana. She was hitting top rope moves. This was not Charlotte carried a legend. This was Charlotte wrestled a legend. Like it was, I was really impressed at how and like I know that she's like Trish clearly has not like stepped out of the fitness world. No, like. 
it was a, that doesn't mean you can just get back in the ring and put mm-hmm. on a nice show at the hottest party of the year. Yeah. She's starting to do it. Exactly. So, you know, comparing it, obviously, to the Goldberg, I thought it was way better. But I just enjoyed it on its own. Uh, I, I'm not surprised that it went so late in the show. Uh, and I thought it kind of lived up to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I certainly think that it went better than the next match on the card, uh, which was Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton in a match that nobody won because of a weird double countout that just really kind of pooped all over what was a good match up until that point. Yeah. Yeah, the match was great. And then... Yeah, Randy decided to get into Kofi Kingston's family's face and get them both counted out for yeah. some reason. And one, well, and what killed is that you didn't realize they were being counted out. No, like, he got from you like you go from thinking of the last match where Seth and Brock were outside the ring for like forty five minutes, because, yeah. and like I, I, the whole time he was just like, "Are you guys okay? He's you guys doing are that, right? Like, pull, yeah. Like, back please come, please come, come on, in. Guys, come on, you. guys. I gotta get I'm you gonna have to start back. counting soon. Like, yeah. And then here, Don't, this guy was like one. one Seven, like you were just like fuck. What? Like you didn't even realize it was counting until he was ringing the bell. So you didn't even have time to get ready to be annoyed about yeah. this. You just suddenly were like, "Are right, wait? Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was real disappointing. And this was, of course, the match I was looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Like they never showed the ref at any point while he was counting. They were just focused on Kofi and Randy outside in front of Kofi's family, which, like, that's where the the action is. But you still have to acknowledge that this thing that's going to end this match prematurely is happening in the ring behind you. I hate family shit. I hate when we do, especially with kids. Don't do the Rey Mysterio. Like, I hate that shit. Well, and this came out of nowhere, again, like, it's just his family just happened to be there. Like, this wasn't built up or anything like that. So it's no. not like it was there part are a of lot the of narrative. Shows where they're there, but, like, you're right. Like, they're not usually, like, there. front row. Yeah. yeah. They always have that, like, good corner spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're when they're along the the side there, that's when you know they're getting involved. We always have to be a little bit more careful because somebody's gonna throw somebody over that. Like a boot's coming at your fucking dome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looked like Randy was gonna win it the whole time. But yeah. then I don't know. He got weird and family stuff and counted out, and then got slapped in the back with a bunch of kendo sticks. Yeah, I mean that was cool that they like brought weapons out. I'm assuming that's gonna lead to whatever yeah. their stipulation is at Clash of Champions. Um, but it's just it's just a bummer when they you do you do stuff like this. If they both beat the crap out of each other and laid on the outside and got double counted out, I'd be mad that they got double counted out. But it'd be like, hey, at least they kicked the crap out of one another. This was just they were just hanging out out there for a little bit, um, especially for the title. Like, yeah, if it was for just a grudge match, like fine. Yeah, but for the title, for a, like supposedly the culmination of this ten year feud of. You know, you need to get revenge and all that to leave it on a, yeah, we'll solve it next month. It, it seems like a, a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yep. And to have a bummer this late in the show uh, is just kind of, you know, it brings it brings everything down like a step. Because it's like one of the last things you remember seeing. Uh, the last thing we did see, though, was the Universal title match. Seth Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar Thank to God. become your new universal champion in a match which i quite enjoyed and it was much better than i was expecting yeah i think this was my match of the night honestly i was this was i was here from pillar to post like i did not i feel like i didn't blink um it was really good on both sides Mm -hmm. again kind of like with with trish and and, uh um charlotte like if this wasn't like seth carried brock through a good match no like brock was into it like this these guys know how to go with each other at this point. It's yeah. kind of fun to watch. After the final spot, too, I was like realizing that like this is not Brock being like, all right, I'm done with this. I might as well just lose. But like he was selling shit like mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Because I like, I still have that thing in the back of my mind where I'm just like, Brock just doesn't want to do his job. Like he just wants to win or come and take the paycheck and leave. But this is proof that he's in there to be a worker, not yeah. just a winner. And when Brock cares, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. he really has. That's the Which thing. is disappointing. Like I don't like him as a person or as a wrestler, but like he did a great job tonight. Yeah, yeah. losing when he's in, <laughs> when he's invested. I love yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm saying because he has it. Like he has everything that you need. He just has to be giving it his 100 mm-hmm. percent uh, which is a shame that he doesn't do that all the time but i mean i get it he has other prospects he's got families he's got farms he's got whatever he's got to do yeah. um, he doesn't have to so i don't no. blame him for not doing it I just wish that he would yeah exactly because you know it's there you want to yep. see it but yeah and when I thought you this do was, it's great this was great this wasn't the standard brock lesnar match either like this wasn't just yeah 15 german suplexes 50 oh and then you caught me this was seth got in some offense brock worked the ribs he worked you know the germans he did suplexes he punished him on the outside this had a bunch of different things it wasn't just one standard move over and mm-hmm. over, which i liked a lot and rollins giant elbow was pretty great too where he just absolutely fucking wrecked his legs and on the table bruise, yeah. yeah um if you're gonna do a frog splash from the top like you gotta you gotta make it you otherwise. gotta commit <laughs> yeah you're gonna hit like you, you might have hit his dick on the edge of the table too let's be real like it was it was right there <laughs> So, true. you know, hopefully he's okay. He's ultimately a universal champion. So yeah. he um, seemed right in the ring holding that belt up over his head. So. Yeah. And the show, I mean, the show ended like, you know, John, obviously you're over the moon that Brock Lesnar is no longer the champion. Uh, the crowd in Toronto was super excited for Rollins when took three curb stomps, which got you a hardcore title. Yep. Um, right the last the, second. The only change of the night, unfortunately. Um, but you missed a match though. Oh, I did miss the match. I jumped right over it. Yeah. Uh, it was so quick. It was Bray Wyatt, the Fiend versus oh, yeah. Finn Balor. Oh yeah, I did totally miss it. This uh, uh, Bray's entrance reminded me of the original Demon entrance, where the like, first time you saw it, where the whole crowd started chanting "Holy shit!" and the match hadn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Bray horrifying. came out to carrying a lantern of his old head. Uh, with sewn eyes and yeah. like the mouth open with the light lantern coming out of his mouth. Creepy as fuck. Yeah, and definitely never happening again. It may not even be on the network tomorrow morning. No, I think it will. It'll be on the network, but it, it, I don't think we get to see that in the USA replays. Absolutely not. No way are they going to show that. Like the handle was woven in from his hair and shit. Yeah. So rad. No, the thing was super brutal. It was so metal. Well, and like the best thing about it was like it cut from the darkness to that. Like you, I it could have been a mask. It was, I thought it was him wearing a mask of his old face or something. But no, it's him holding his head. Yeah, like I couldn't really tell what was going on. I was like, "Is there a lantern in the beard? Like, what's where's that light coming? from? It looks like it's his mouth, but there's no way he can unhinge his jaw that big. Like, I know he's a weird freak monster guy, but there's no way he could unhinge his yeah. jaw to fit a whole lantern in there. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, why I thought like it was like a horror. mask at first. Yeah. He was going to pull a cane. He had like a mask in front of his mask or something. When they pulled his soul out, that's what his face yeah. looked like when they were done. Yeah. Well, it was just seeping out throughout the entire match. That's what that smoke was. Yeah. Just a little bit more of soul escaping. Yeah. But he does have his sister Abigail still, uh, the finisher, and the mandible claw. So. Yeah. So it looks like the, the sister Abigail is now just another superpower move that he has, but it's not the finisher. The finisher was the mandible claw. Right? Yeah. Been passed out. Is that what people do in the Mandible Claw? They pass yeah. out and get pinned? Yeah. I don't remember that. But. I don't know if it's usually getting pinned, but I know it's being passed out. It's The pass out is almost always, and the yeah. pin is like sometimes. I mean, yeah. it makes, makes sense. He's holding him down, yeah. his shoulders on the mat. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Finn was wearing all white, like an angel. Mm-hmm. And so that's clearly well, going to set up. Murdered, so he has to, you know. Well, and it's clearly setting up the demon versus, I mean, what we all thought to begin with. Or does he, see, here's the thing I'm worried about. Do they take the demon and make an angel version to combat this fiend? God, please don't. Where they give him weird, like, white face paint and a halo. And him and Shawn Michaels are best friends. Sure, yeah. But angel, please no. I don't want this. I mean, is, no, is I feel like they they they're gonna cash on on two monster fight versus okay. versus. That's what I'm hoping. Angels yeah. versus demons. Yeah, yeah. No. Just the all white scares me. Just because like, that, 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 that puts it in my head. Now. See, I took yeah. it as Finn's gonna be like, I tried to bring light and go. and it didn't work. So like, I'll smother you in my darkness. Yeah, and yeah. He's, and he's gonna bring the demon if he can't beat him, join him. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did. I did completely miss that match. My mistake. Uh, but what did you guys think? What was your overall match of the night uh, for SummerSlam? The biggest, big, biggest, greatest party of the summer? Uh, probably the main event. Yeah, I, I think that was. Or the, the Ricochet that, match. But yeah. I, I feel bad because I give Ricochet the match of the night pretty much every time he's there. I, well, and, and you Not know that what? he doesn't deserve it. No. That's the crazy why, thing about it. You know why this one wins for me is that the Ricochet match did have shenanigans. Yeah, and that's why yeah, it's not one, mine as well. Was, because of the outcome yeah yeah i can agree with that because they were both like neck and neck for me so um yeah i'm right there with you guys but i think overall a really really good show yeah Um, yeah only surprisingly for me too true duds um the surprise matches were quite good like despite the buddy murphy match ending with shenanigans i thought that was you know pretty good for a match Mm -hmm. always happy to see the tag belts yeah, exactly. Especially since that's what made us realize, too, that the, none of the tag belts at that point were on the card at all. Yeah. At SummerSlam. All the champions were involved, at least a little bit, in other matches. With the OC being with AJ True, and then yeah. New Day coming out with Kofi. Even though they weren't out there for the duration of the match. Yeah. So, what do you guys think of Xavier Woods' hair? <laughs> oh, he's rocking it. <laughs> it was it's gross. Yeah, <laughs> I think he did it so he could walk around the city tonight and not get recognized and not have to hear a lot of, what the fuck happened with that match, man? That's bullshit. <laughs> What's up with your boy? Like, <laughs> it's hiding in plain sight. Exactly. Um, all right. Any final thoughts before we wrap things up for this edition of the main event? I don't hate wrestling as much as I did last time. That's good. Yeah. You always want to end on a positive. Yeah. Well, yeah. like last main event we had was... I, no, I was done with wrestling. <laughs> True. Well, and I feel like this is this is where we're swinging into the new creative teams. Like yep. now we're so, picking yes. up the new stories, and we're starting to see some stuff that makes a lot more sense. And we're starting to see, with the exception of the end of the Orton uh, Kofi match, a lot of this had like really good, solid plot work, and that's something we and the, really hadn't. Well, and so. the Roman thing that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, but but stayed off the card tonight. Yeah, uh, and that wasn't so. even promised. They just like they had a couple videos that. They mentioned mentioned it, yeah, but there was never a promise of like, we're going to figure it out at SummerSlam, so tune in. So that was at least good that it wasn't a, you know, a throwaway thing. It was supposed to be his his opponent at SummerSlam, though. Yeah, I guess. Unless he just wants to fight him in the locker room. I'm telling you, somewhere in the pregame show, or the pre-show, we missed them saying that, like, because, like, he was in the car, he was, like, oh, holding his shoulder. Like, oh, his shoulder, you know, unfortunately, couldn't be cleared to wrestle tonight, so he's not here. And here's the video package for the 18th time as yeah. to why that is. But yeah, no, all in all, really good show. I'm mm-hmm. really impressed. And actually, you know, even kind of, the more we talked about it in this podcast, the more I realized I, I liked really yeah. everything mm-hmm. that came to the table today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I even liked uh, the ending where I was your champion mm. for this week. I didn't like that part as much. Uh, that part was, <laughs> I think, my favorite part. Might have been match of the night. 
where I won the uh, the title. Uh, Intercontinental Champion is Joe. Uh, Tyler ended with the Hardcore Championship. And the Miss Participation Award winner was... That oh, was Johnny. I'm sorry. John. Well, Joe's not here to take his title, so I am in a crown now. <laughs> I don't true. think that's how that works. Uh, I mean, but you can you can rest your uh, participation award against the IC strap to hold it up. If it want. is on the mantle right now. Yeah, there you go. He's gonna have to come and get it. Yep. Until then, it is in my possession. <laughs> that's true. I mean, technically in my possession. <laughs> so I guess I'm first ever WWE and Intercontinental Champion of the Broken Clocks Podcast. You heard it here first. History being made. I have all the gold. That's not that's not how that works. Also, you don't have go- all the gold. All no, the gold. he doesn't. No, you have all half of it. the gold. I have all the gold that matters. All the gold that matters. Um, but that'll do it for the Broken Clock Podcast main event for SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer, 2019. Remember, you can find the main event the Monday after every WWE pay-per-view for that one weird Friday uh, on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what your match of the night was at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast main event, my name is Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you.